0: Everyone and welcome to Raw Recovery, a trudging together podcast. My name is Dion Miller, and I will be your host today. It's Friday, man. Friday. Welcome to the end of the week. Um, is this just me, or is the last couple of weeks? Just I don't know. Maybe it's the oncoming a uh, spring or something. But there's just something right now about feeling joy, getting outside, feeling the sun, and great stuff. Today we have Jerry H and jerry's a good friend of mine i've i've known jerry for 368 days so um so before before i entered before i introduce jerry here i want to i want to bring up uh what i know and i'm not going to tell her story guys i'm not going to break in just some things that i saw so i'm gonna i'm gonna give a shout out to zoom on this because I don't think if it was for Zoom that Jerry may not have had the same experience because she was able behind to hide behind her camera for a little while. And in our group, that's fine. We don't, That's fine. If that's what you need to do in order to secure your recovery, fucking do it. That's great. And after a time, she started turning her camera on. Now she speaks. She does. So the 180 that I have seen Jerry make is just phenomenal and the reason that i asked her to be on was kind of selfish because i got to enjoy her sobriety during this so i'm really looking forward to this jerry thank you for taking your time and coming on On, i appreciate it
1: you're welcome
0: uh, it's fantastic to have you on um well uh as as my listeners know this is the part where i hand it on over to the speaker and uh Cause this is not my show. It's not my podcast. It's whoever speaking. So Jerry, you are up. The show is yours. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay. Um, I, as Dean said, I have 368 days today. Um, and I, it's been a long year, but very mm-hmm. fruitful. Um, I am the daughter of four daughters uh, the youngest okay and um in my family, my parents didn't drink Okay. But, um, but there was a lot of sexual emotional and neglect going on. okay My sisters were all so much older that it was like growing up with it as an only child in a very sick home okay. Sick- people how
0: how much older were they than you if you don't mind me asking
1: there's nine and a half years older
0: okay that's a pretty big gap yeah i mean that's a full generational gap
1: yeah they were all married by the time i was nine okay so and i became an aunt at 11. yeah so yeah um they got out of the house one got married at 16 two got married at 17 and i was the old maid at 18.
0: okay that's wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I, uh, suffered, um, long-term sexual abuse by my father and okay. other family members. Um, and it wasn't until when I, by the time I was 14, I was anorexic okay. and bulimic. Yeah. And, um, it didn't get better it got worse i was in the hospital off and on with that okay and i was trying to make straight a's through nursing school through it all and have a husband and by the time i was 20 i had two kids Mm-hmm. um when i was about 21 well when i was 18 was the first time i attempted suicide um oh and um my husband was my best friend growing okay. up um he wasn't my boyfriend until we were seniors okay um and um it was tough because i put a lot of pressure on myself to keep mm-hmm. my- so i could keep my scholarships that i had yeah. Because I was paying for my own education. Okay. So um, when I was in my early 20s, my anorexia got really bad. Okay. Um. And I was in the hospital for three months at 87 pounds.
0: <sighs> Whoa. Do you, and I'm sorry, do you mind? Because sometimes people are, are naive. Um, can you explain to people what anorexia and and the difference between anorexia and bulimia is, please? I think it's important that people anorexia that newer people know
1: is basically starving yourself. Okay. And what I realized was I was throwing up to get the pain out. Okay. I had attempted to talk to my parents about different things, and they acted like I was crazy, which made me feel crazy. Yep. Um, Like I said, I was pretty neglected. I pretty much did my own thing however I wanted um, and given way too much uh, Mm -hmm. freedom at a young age. Yeah, okay. Um, So... um, I got married at 18 and, uh, by the time I went in the hospital with anorexia and bulimia, that was a long struggle. I had to stop nursing. Yeah. I last six months of nursing because I just was such at risk. Yeah. So I jumped back in a year later and graduated. Um, my father got arrested up in Oregon visiting a niece.
0: Good. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: but he was let go. Okay. For that.
0: Probably um, a different time nowadays would be different, but.
1: Yeah. Um, well, um, I had found out that my mom was well aware of what was happening. Ouch. Um, okay. I had to this lady um, who was in charge of changing the laws in California. Okay. And um, for child abuse um, pedophiles. Wow. And such. Um, and uh, she asked me, Is your mom's name this? And it was. Wow. She had come to her years before about her four daughters. Wow. So, um, I found that out about my niece on Mother's Day. Okay, um, I started falling apart,
0: yeah,
1: uh, emotionally and didn't know what to do with it. I ended up prosecuting my father in my 20s. Okay, my second daughter, um, and he went to prison. Okay. Surprisingly, it was just me and my husband on one side of the court and my entire family on the other.
0: The Nile's not a river in Africa. I.
1: Nope.
0: That's hard. And you still did it. Yeah. No. What an amazing, I, I got to say, what an amazing husband. Yeah. Wow. Good I, yeah. That would be hard to do. That's hard to go through with somebody.
1: Well, so I, I got to throw some kudos buyer, at your husband. All kinds of things. Yeah. So,
0: Gaslighting. No, he didn't do that. We never went through it. Yeah. Because then it feels like your sisters aren't even on your side and it happened to them too. And man, that's, that's yeah. going to be tough. Yeah.
1: Well, my oldest sister's memory of my birth was my dad at home orally copulating her. So that's like a real positive memory for me. I, I, wow. I I'm very, um, low opinion of who my parents were.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, um, I trust God that he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But um, it did make me who I am today.
0: Yeah. I That part I get. I understand that part. Hallelujah.
1: Yeah. Um, I started drinking the first time when I was 12. Okay. Um, And I never drank just one Um, bigger better um and so my friends and i were going to a high school football game Mm -hmm.
0: well you were 12 going on 18.
1: right um and i we got a bunch of beer and drank it and went and no one seemed to know the difference so Mm -hmm. i didn't really experiment with drugs because i my nursing was super important to me, and I'd worked okay. hard for it. Um, um, that was in California. We moved here um, when we found out my father was getting out of prison. Okay. Um, because he had threatened to get even with me. And yeah. um, I knew he knew where my kids went to school.
0: hmm Okay. Could
1: live with um, something happening.
0: Now I'm presuming he was in prison in California, and that's why you're out here. Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure I
1: understood it yeah. right. Um. So uh, I didn't talk to my family for about 26 years. Okay. I. Um, worked for a very large hospital in labor and delivery here in Denver for years. Okay. Was in charge and um I ran the unit well. I was good at what I did. Yep. Yeah. But when we got off work, we would go drink. Yeah. Or if the girls went out for a night out, I found myself in situations where I didn't know how to get home. Yeah. And my husband had three kids at home by that time, and I wasn't sure. I would call him, and he'd say, "I can't come get you. The kids. Yeah, I have to be here." Yeah. But I was. I never drank just one ever. Yeah. It was always binge drinking. Um. In my thirties, I was die. Well. Back up a little. When I was um, 26, I broke my neck. Okay. Very serious car accident.
0: All right. Here come the drugs.
1: Between C1 and C2. And I was laid up for months. Yeah. Um,
0: That's a bad break.
1: Didn't know if I'd be able to work again. Uh huh. Um, But I did. And um, became pretty active again and worked here and i started having a pain all the time okay and i'd seen therapists obviously with the anorexia and bulimia and psychiatrists and all kinds of people and i did not believe they helped much. okay um hmm. no one takes the pain you know yeah yeah so anyway um then um in my 30s i um was diagnosed with fibromyalgia Mm -hmm. and um i was given fentanyl Demerol, morphine all all
0: the hard hitters yeah yeah
1: the all the opiates and they worked
0: sure yeah they worked but
1: is that you have to get off of them yeah you know they stop working and, mm-hmm. Um.
0: do you about- mind if i explain what happens with opiates real quick No. and why why that happens okay what it is 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 when we start taking opiates or or you know different different uh drugs after a while we uh, get a uh, we start to build an immunity to them so we need more to have them and then after a while they just don't work they just stop because you you've already maxed out at your threshold so it stops working um so i just wanted to explain that to people real quick as to what happens and and why you feel that way why you feel like you need more because you do your body actually needs more. It's it's a fact. So,
1: so eventually, um, I stopped working uh, mm-hmm. because it was uh, labor and delivery is a very physical job. It is. Um, you know, you're very involved physically and mm-hmm. very physically fit for it. And, yeah, you know, quick thinking and it's um life and death sometimes so i decided that i couldn't do it okay with my neck and my pain level yeah and um i um started drinking a little more after my youngest left the house okay and it was it started I never could have just one. My husband said,
0: I hear you, yeah. No.
1: And I would promise and mean it, but it Certainly. never happened. Um, the ones I put the alcohol in, I had to have more and no. more and more. And um, people around me were telling me i they thought I was an alcoholic. And I told them to stay out of my lane and leave me alone and let me do my thing. They can take care of them. And then in 2019, well, before that, actually <laughs> seven years ago, um, okay. so wouldn't it be 2015? Yeah. Um, I started falling all the time. Oh, the stairs. Yeah. You know, started i was on a trip with my sister in california um and we had um i had a such a bad headache that um so i knew something was wrong yeah um i started hallucinating Mm -hmm. seeing things and hearing things that weren't there and um now, I was still drinking, but this was different than being drunk even.
0: Yeah, it's a psychosomatic kind of a thing. I went it's... to my
1: doctor, and she said, let's do an MRI. By the time oh. I was walking in, she said, your neck's a hot mess.
0: Yep. Wow.
1: And And um, you need to see a neurosurgeon ASAP. Okay. So, of all things, I had three names. And okay. I put them up on the internet, and I thought, I have no clue. She said, they're all really good. Well, okay. One could see me for a couple months. And I thought, I can't do this for a couple months. Yeah. My head was throbbing. Every day, I was sick to my stomach from the head, and I was falling constantly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I didn't realize just how serious it had been. Um, okay. What had happened is I had an infection in my head. Oh. And all my hardware was in little tiny pieces, free floating. My <laughs> yeah. Had never taken. And um, wow. I Said um, I, of all the doctors, I picked someone who's been on Oprah, on people in People magazine, <laughs> and um, I thought. He, his office said, let me have the doctor look at your, um, MRI and I'll call you back. Okay. And, um, within seconds, she called me back and said, he'll see you tomorrow.
0: Wow. Oh my God. Wow. Something's that's not good. That's a bad, sorry.
1: All these neuro checks and I, I couldn't walk uh, a straight line. I couldn't do um the finger on the nose thing. I couldn't move my arms together. They were separate. Um yeah. and I started crying because mm-hmm. I knew something was really wrong. Yeah. And he said, I can fix it. But we're gonna have to fuse from C one all the way to T four. And he left four and five, so I have very little movement. Okay i still have movement and i'm stable yeah so that was a long process that that didn't stop me from continuing to drink
0: okay um it had nothing to do with your drinking why would you associate it with it you know Uh,
1: no and i was pretty miserable and depressed because i couldn't drive like for months yep Um, I couldn't do things and um, it was really frustrating for me. Yep. And um, then in 2018, uh, my mom uh, got cancer. Okay. And my sis- oldest sister called me and said, please don't make me do this alone. Okay. And I said, well, I won't go over to their house by myself, but if you want to come, I'll help. Fair enough. And um, so for from 2018 through half of 2019, my mom had cancer and was on hospice the entire time. Okay. Um, and um, pretty miserable. During yeah. that time, I utilized it to say what I needed to say to my parents and confront them. Okay. And, um, after being called a liar by one of my sisters and my mother and, um, my oldest sister just looked at me like she wasn't sure, but she knows what had happened to her. Yeah. And my sister that was telling me it wasn't true, um, was, um, we would hide under the bed when we were little, Okay. was five years older and she would push me towards my father when he would come. So, um, you know, it was kind of, um, I said, why would you do that if you didn't know what was going to happen? And yeah, she never had an answer for that. Um, yeah. Because I was, I confronted my parents, my sis, one sister that accused me of lying um, and I don't speak. She said horrible things. She told me that officially made me my dad's whore and made comments of that nature that made me cry for months. Um, sure. But my mother called the next day. I wasn't planning on ever going back over there. after. The I call. wouldn't plan on it. I was looking for the next flight home to my okay. home. And And um, my mom calls and my oldest sister says, it's mom, do you want to talk? And I just thought, mm, I don't know. And my mom said, I believe you. I'm sorry. And I love you hmm oh. she said after talking to your dad um, after you left okay. so I don't know if he admitted something to her but he never acknowledged it to me not once yeah we were all for there um, toward the end um, not at the very end Um. and he had every opportunity to apologize to his family because he ripped our family apart okay they have had 48 great grandkids <laughs> so between my yeah. sisters and i we all are grandmothers and yeah great grandmas already
0: yeah i'll because probably be a great big grandfather big yeah in
1: 16. 16 you know,
0: yeah okay. i had my kids pretty young too so
1: anyway so um during that whole time, though, I was drinking heavier and heavier every time I went every night, I got drunk in between going to my parents, every single month, I drink sure. lots, lots worse. And uh, I was drinking about a large and a half bottles of wine. Okay. i had started drinking whiskey when i was going to my sisters because her husband drank drink whiskey okay so i started getting a taste for whiskey and it was a lot (laughs) faster it was and i call it the burn yeah there's not many (laughs) alcoholic beverages that i've ever turned away when i was drinking
0: yeah agree
1: Was most of my life
0: so even if it was gin i'd still drink it
1: Oh, yeah. I don't care. doesn't matter. <laughs> it's alcohol. Drink
0: alcohol. I don't drink alcohol for the taste.
1: No, no. no. Um, my mom died in May. Okay. And I wasn't out there for that. I didn't go.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember that.
1: It was um, my um, oh, I one sister and my father that was with her okay my husband said i don't think it's a good idea
0: yeah
1: and I was feeling guilty and guilt ridden that I should go and but why
0: yeah
1: why and then uh, five weeks later my dad died mm-hmm. so um I felt like um lighter just okay. Having them out of my life. Relief. Yes. Yeah. The drinking got lots worse.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Doing oxy, Vicodin, mm-hmm. Gabapentin, and um cuz the Gabapentin enhances the opiates. Mhm. And so does the alcohol. Um I was drinking two pints of whiskey by that time yep and um a whole large bottle of wine every night Mm -hmm. um um, and i had no shame i didn't care if i went to the same liquor store or not i was getting my alcohol yeah i i never cared Yeah, i don't care what
0: they do that i was that way too i wasn't the kind of drunk oh i gotta go to this one then that one. no i'd walk in and have my shit on the counter if okay. it didn't work like that but then i go to a different what liquor store I was
1: there to get yep you know you don't so question me and someone <laughs> you know I always mixed it which is pretty gross <laughs> it um, is pretty gross <laughs> um but after a certain point I don't know that I really cared about it. it. didn't matter about the taste.
0: Well, yeah, you were in party mode because yep. your parents had died. You were now allowed to be a child, which you never got in your life, and that's what happened. that's kind of what I'm seeing. is You're like, parents are gone. Finally, I get to be a kid.
1: Yeah. It, it was very surreal. Okay. Um, when you're the next generation if mm-hmm. you will. Um yeah. when your parents are gone. But you know, um I know people some people looked at me funny when I would just say, I'm glad they're gone. Yeah. Um they I were can... people. hmm um you know, um like I said, my dad um Never acknowledged, which made it hard for me to move on. Yeah. Um, Just when, after they died, I went out there with my sisters and we emptied their house. Okay. And um, I found two letters that they had written 20 plus years ago to me. Okay. Apologizing. Now, why couldn't he look me in the eye and tell me? So, I don't know.
0: And why didn't they send the letters? Uh, I'm kind of curious about that, why, too.
1: Why would you not have any contact with your daughter? Because I refused to have any contact with them. And
0: it almost sounds like a therapy thing. Like, somebody went to therapy, they were told to write those letters, and then decide whether they wanted to... It, it sounds like that kind of a thing to me.
1: Well, yeah, he was in a prison for pedophiles because they can't put them with general population. Yeah.
0: Or they'll kill them.
1: Yep. So that's
0: why they should be in gen pop. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> obviously I have a resentment to work on towards pedophiles, but <laughs> not today. Sorry.
1: <laughs> anyway, so um, I drank like that. So last year, uh, the twenty. well, the 21st. Yeah. Okay. 21. Um in two thousand twenty at the end, um I had been in the hospital a few times okay. and the doctor said your biggest problem is your opiates. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. No. The doctor had been saying that, my other doctor, while well, the other one was just quickly writing the prescriptions and I had a whole stack of them. Yeah. And uh I started going off my opiates. Okay. I went off the Oxy first, and then I went off the Vicodin. And um, I started having seizures.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Um, At the like latter part of 2020. Okay. And it was scaring me.
0: Sure. Well, yeah
1: well i wasn't even thinking i didn't even wasn't at ever honest with how much i've been drinking
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: so um yeah i'm sure they could see my labs but
0: well they they usually tend to know but doctors have been trained to work with us a certain way um they're more apt to refer hey you gotta drink a problem we gotta get you to aa they know that they they stand no chance opiates they had control over they had no control over your alcohol so they knew about it but they knew it's just that they, so they started working they because i'd have the same mindset yeah she's still using alcohol but if she's off the opiates at least we're making progress and yeah. that's their mindset
1: so anyway i got uh, to get off the opiates completely i drank even more Mm Hmm. I stayed drunk twenty four seven from the moment I first aroused till the time I passed out to the next time I passed out. Mm To the time I woke, I put more alcohol in. Um, it's one big blur. Um, from January to April.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, at the beginning of April, I started thinking I need help. Okay. I just wanted to die. The more I drank, the more I just didn't want to be around because I wasn't yeah. living. I didn't have much of a relationship with anybody. Yeah. Uh, not my husband, not my kids, nobody. Um, it was becoming a problem. Uh, where everyone saw and i think everyone saw for a long time before
0: sure sure
1: or acknowledged it um i started looking online for two weeks okay and i looked all over the country and i couldn't find someone that was gonna take my insurance i thought how in the hell do people get help Uh,
0: yeah it it's it's tough it's
1: so frustrating um this sunday that i was i found a place i okay. got checked i was getting checked in and they looked at me and said we can't help you you have multi uh, dual diagnoses ah
0: because you have dual diagnosis
1: and more is required and so, yeah,
0: because they don't have clinician on staff.
1: They sent me home, and um,
0: with I no was, resources,
1: huh? With no,
0: no resources.
1: Do no. you mind saying who that is? You don't have to. It was up in the mountains. Okay,
0: that's all I needed. I already know. Got it.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> never said anything like that when I talked to them. <laughs> so anyway um that sunday um i um called my insurance and it was probably seven o'clock at night okay and i said look if you guys can't help me get somewhere tonight i won't be here tomorrow yeah that's a
0: frank truth
1: yeah, I'm done. And um, they called me back within minutes and um, they said, this place can take you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the place called me and said, if you can get here before nine o'clock. Well, by that time it was already after eight and I'd had my bags all packed because I had been going to go to that one in the
0: middle. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: And I. Um, I thought, okay. So I checked in mm-hmm. and I thought, what the hell have I done?
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know how to live without alcohol Yeah. No. and drugs. Yep. You know, the opiates were hard, but the alcohol was my,
0: it was the master.
1: Yes. Yeah. It was my main drug of choice. Um, I had a lot of control over how it made me feel.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: Drink as fast as I wanted, as slow as I wanted, which would never happen. Because mm-hmm. um, bigger is better, always. Um, I was in the hospital for about 10 days in the shake shack. Um, okay. I have any memory of it? Mm-hmm. And,
0: um,
1: they said um, that I couldn't walk. Um, yeah without being led by the hand. Um, I hadn't combed my hair or showered for days. Mm-hmm. And when I finally came out after that and had taken a shower, no one in the place recognized me. So I had no idea what I looked like. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. I was a mess. I ended up staying there um from april through the beginning of june okay um and i went from there um i had decided if i was gonna do this i wanted to do it i didn't know if my husband was gonna hang in there or not okay he was pretty done Um, yeah have to check me at night to see if i was still breathing all the time you know, yeah, I was seizing, and he had to call the ambulance because I was unconscious. And, yep.
0: Yeah. We put our spouses through some scary stuff, man. Yeah.
1: yeah, and we it do. scared him, and he was sure. getting done, and he was tired of being lonely.
0: Yeah. And,
1: you know, I was I'd isolated from everything, and. um went from there to sober living okay um was afraid to come home to the environment of being able to buy alcohol okay um that well, makes
0: sense because you don't sure. trust yourself yet it makes perfect sense to me yeah.
1: no i didn't trust myself at all no nope. that i would do whatever it took to in, get
0: in the beginning when i went when I would leave the house, I would take $2.10 with me. One for a cup of coffee and one for the basket. Otherwise, I didn't have money. Nope. <laughs> Got you money? Nope. You need a cigarette? Got those.
1: <laughs> While at Sober Living, I started going. Um, it was over in Aurora. Okay. And I started going to the Buckley Club. And I met my sponsor there. Okay. Um, at a noon meeting, I went to two, three meetings sometimes a day. Okay. Um. I dropped out of IOP. Okay. Um. I got upset with the teacher because she was always talking. That uh, relapse is always a part of recovery. And I said, it doesn't have to be.
0: The no, exactly. Thing
1: I wanted to do was relapse. Ever. Yeah. Relapse going,
0: doesn't need to be a part of recovery. It doesn't have to be.
1: I don't know that I could do it again. Yeah. I mean, it, I I don't want to even tempt it.
0: Most of the people that make it in the program do it on the first truck, do it the first time around. Um, the percentage of people that go out and come back is something indifferent, but um yeah, your bottom's your bottom. And I'm tired of hearing people say your bottom wasn't low enough. Your bottom isn't now, especially from Normies.
1: Yeah. So I was in sober living till the end of August. Okay. And I got out and I found my home group online. <laughs> I met Dion and a lot of other people that had sobriety time that were patient and guiding and helpful. And um, I was only home a week when I was going on a trip with my sisters and mm-hmm. I had to tell them, please don't drink. The one that got me started drinking whiskey, I asked if, they, if they're if they gonna drink to keep it in their room. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. me not put it in the fridge or anything because I will, I was- yeah. Impulse, yep. Yep, that I would just take a sip. Um, And slowly but surely, I worked my steps Mm -hmm. and um, tried to be completely honest and willing and (laughs) open-minded. You know, those are the tools that you really need to follow the directions in the book. Yeah, And I was making it way too hard because it all seemed complicated.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: When I first got out, I still um, was having problems formulating sentences. Mm-hmm. I, um, they thought I had wet brain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sir met me, she kept saying, I think there's more of a problem for you and i wasn't sure exactly then i started realizing what she meant Mm -hmm. Uh, i would read my book and in the beginning when i was in the hospital and i'd have to put it down again because it didn't make any sense to me
0: yeah i remember all of that and i never want to go i don't remember the first couple weeks of my sobriety i don't um People had to care for me. Yeah. That's what we're talking about is going down so far that you're just you're not even a human being. You're just a walking piece of flesh.
1: Yeah, you're just existing. You're not really living at all. Yeah. There's none no living going on at and, all.
0: And it's and it's freaking lonely, man. It sucks.
1: Yeah. But things started clicking for me. Uh-huh. And- I start, um, since the beginning of this year alone, I've probably gone through the big uh, hundred first 165 pages about six times and done the book study online and um, done my steps. And um, I just feel like a whole new person. Mm -hmm. My whole attitude outlook is different I lost the desire to drink at about six and seven, Mm -hmm. six and seven is when I realized, oh my gosh, I don't want to have it. I don't crave it. I don't miss it, (laughs) nothing. I mean, it felt so foreign to me Mm -hmm. because I thought that feeling was never going to go away. Yep. And when, you know, the old timers would say, oh, wait till your miracle happens, stay around. (laughs) And like, there ain't no miracles in this girl's life. It's only bad things that happen. So I was pretty negative. Okay. Anyway, that's kind of my story. And I'm thankful for AA and um, being sober today. Fantastic. Second year.
0: That's it. I know you, you're pretty excited about your second year. Um, couple of questions. I take it. You're still with your husband. Yes. How's that going?
1: Good. We've been married 42 years. Wow. Um, That's so Forty-three cool. years. Um, We have 15 grandchildren or wow. 20 and the youngest is five. Yeah. Um, three married daughters and, um, he and I have, our relationship is 100% different.
0: I, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Because when you talk about your husband, your eyes light up. You're in love with that man. And he went through a lot with you. Um, so I'm glad to hear that that you guys stuck together. I'm so happy for that.
1: Well, when I asked him if he was going to stay with me when I was in a rehab, he um, said, I've been here all these years. Why would I leave?
0: Yeah. 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 I have the same kind of a wife. She told me, Dion, I love you. I know what you're like when you're sober. I'm going to stick around till I get him back.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, a whole different life now for us. He goes to Al-Anon. Oh. he started going to Al Anon when I was in rehab.
0: Yay, Al Anon. I yeah, love Al Anon.
1: To an almonds meeting.
0: Okay. Even better.
1: Yeah. He really enjoys it and it took him a few to find the right mix for him. Sure. But um he looks forward to his meetings. Sometimes he'll hit two a week. Yeah. Um well,
0: but- it- you know, it's a family disease and they're just as sick as us and they need to go they need to realize that um, this way of life we think will work for anybody. Um I love Al Anon because it teaches us how to deal with us. <laughs> yeah. I, I double dipped for a little while. I need to figure out I need to figure out boundaries. I need to and we don't really cover that stuff in AA. Um and their boundaries are a little bit tougher, and I kinda need that. So yeah.
1: So Yay, good, yeah. I think it's good to, uh, for him. Mm-hmm. He, he Learn to take care of himself and stay Yay. out of. He's not responsible for Jerry. Whether how, how
0: free for for both of you, how yeah. freeing is that?
1: A hundred percent.
0: That's so cool. You guys probably have a totally different relationship today
1: well yeah we enjoy being together yeah I don't think we've laughed so much and enjoyed each other so much for years since we were first married
0: love it love it
1: it's it's to me AA and working those steps changes you it gives you that personality change the spiritual experience Mm -hmm. you have a better relationship with your higher power with your um the people around you um still working on my relationships with my girls certainly yeah you know my oldest has been supportive from the get-go the day i called her to tell her i was going into rehab she said i was going to call you and confront you about this yeah so you know she knew everybody
0: you knew she was getting ready to confront you too you probably subconsciously knew that
1: well, I gotten drunk
0: at her house. There, so fast. you knew you had crossed the line already. You knew it.
1: Oh, so many times there.
0: That's what it's. Well, think on that. Because of that, you became proactive.
1: Yes. About looking doing a-
0: something. Yeah. Repeat and that. I'm
1: still doing that with my youngest. Um, okay. She's looking for more time. I think, but yeah. Uh, the only one I heard from was my oldest that day. Okay. She went with me to an in-person meeting and to dinner and brought me flowers so
0: nice. You know,
1: it felt good to be supported a lot.
0: And, and it probably feels pretty darn good to be able to be a mom again. You know to be you know if your kids call you you're there now. Um that's one of my greatest joys they never call me or anything, but when they do,
1: <laughs> which Usually is never, but, they need something,
0: exactly, but now I can be there for them, and it's okay, that, that's my job, to be there for them to need stuff, that's okay,
1: but you know, when they're, you raise them to be independent,
0: I yeah. did, and that's exactly what they are,
1: if I don't yeah. hear from them for a couple weeks, there's two that I don't hear from for about two weeks, and then I hear from them, and yeah, so I call them and say, "How are you doing?" I just want to say I love you.
0: And, yeah,
1: you know, not, just keep reaching. Not a,
0: yeah, not a not every call. Con- that's what I found with my kids. My kids don't want to have deep conversations with me. They just want to. They just want me to be happy.
1: And not everybody in your family wants to constantly hear about alcohol.
0: It, that and that's it too, right? And yeah, even with my wife, I I ask her. I'm like, you probably get sick of hearing me run my mouth all the time she's like no but she's lying to me <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry thank you so much for coming okay. on i i really enjoyed this i've been looking we were gonna do this a few days ago but we were both not feeling well but you know everything happens in god's world for a reason Absolutely. you know it was supposed to happen today um so thank you for taking your time and coming um, on
1: sure. it was beautiful your show and i hope it helps one person yeah realize that there is hope
0: out there and Same. from 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 myself and everybody at trudging together i would i want to thank you for for your support that you've because jerry supported us in other ways also And not trudging together wants to so thank you for that um so all right for my listeners I don't know if you caught it, but somebody kept themselves very, very accountable in the beginning of their sobriety there, if you were listening there. And that's that really comes down to it. If you are newer in sobriety, you've got to keep yourself accountable. Um, you do that by getting a sponsor. You do that by not carrying cash. <laughs> that means if you leave the house, you tell people where you are going. Um, that's what that means. Everybody does it, and you're not exempt. Uh, go to the same home meetings. Go to the same groups. So that if you don't show up, people wonder where you are. Right? But Keep yourself accountable. Thank you, everybody, f- for being here. This has been a Raw Recovery. Uh, this is a Raw Recovery at Trudging Together podcast. I uh, love you guys. Peace out. And have a day. Bye.